like sucking. Nah, nah, nigga. Legit bad Welcome back to Planet Retard. It's been a while. Hope everybody had a great holiday season. Um, Happy New Year. We didn't really do a New Year's show. We kind of did the Christmas show, but... We did a show on Christmas. I know, but that was Christmas themed. So now we're going to have kind of like the year in review or uh, near the end of the show, I'm going to do a listicle on the dumbest stories of 2023. But till then... We have all the normal, you know, dumb shit that we talk about. And, uh, oh, up off the top here, too, uh, if you want to pray or put crystals in your butt or light candles, whatever, for uh, the Bat Dad, me and Ben's dad, he's having some health problems as he is getting up there in age. And uh, we got some good news yesterday, so we're hopeful. But just keep him in your T's and P's, not your toilets and papers, but you know what I mean. Uh, and we have a guest tonight, Polymath Jenny, and the reason we invited her on is because she has a presentation coming up on Expanding Reality, our homeboy Brandon Thomas's show, and it was very interesting, so I immediately invited her to come on, but she uh, she promised the first interview to Brandon, so go go over there and check that out when it comes out. I'm not even sure when you're going to record that, but uh, why don't you give us a rundown on this, this intriguing area of uh, study you've been looking into. It's the first time I've ever heard anything like this, so uh, give us a teaser. <laughs> uh yeah um, i've been theorizing that um rocks birth other rocks i've looked at enough things in the earth and i found enough things in the desert and i'm like i'm looking into this i'm gonna find out so there are rocks in bolivia and in um peru and uh where's the other one at? it's like one of those kazakhstan kind of countries where they literally look like a woman's like swollen belly and then they break off from each other they start forming from um, like water deposits come up through cracks and rocks and sits in a pool and all the minerals sit there and they gather and they slowly start forming a little ball in the pit. And you can always tell that these originated that way because when you put an egg in your hand, like only a quarter size of it touches and it leaves a stain on the bottom of the rock where it detaches. But then there's um, concretions is when they conglomerate this way. And it happens actually all around the world. And so when you have like, um, you see those rocks that roll up on the beaches You've probably seen some pictures like that. There's a lot in the California coastline. Um, so I was looking at different craters and stuff, craters that don't have um, a sign of impact around it. There's not a debris field. And then I'm looking at these rocks that were forming in these mineral pools. And I'm like, that looks a lot like the craters. So I'm like, it's huge though. If we have like a 19 mile wide crater, we have maybe our moon like snapped off. It wasn't like an impact thing, you know? And so I started looking into the mineral uh, composition of the moon and some other planets. And oddly enough, the crater in Greenland matches some of the mineral composites on the stain on the side of the moon. How else would that happen? And it's a very specific type of mineral too. It would be like your fingerprints matching, you know, this type of mineral composites that were growing in there originated for, in Canada where the waters get icy. So I started looking into this even more. And it led me down so many rabbit trails, like side questing all over the place. I had to put pause on the project because I was never going to end up wrapping it up at any point. I had to find a pause and it ended up turning into a whole thing that I can't even believe I went down. This is just, this is just towing the whole story. That's yeah. interesting. How, how long do you, does it take typically for the rocks to break off and form into new rocks? I'm assuming it's over years and years and years. So they were trying to figure out the radius of the moon a while ago. And I they theorized that it started out um, 19. How do they measure that when Earth's 19 Earths away from us? And now it's like 60. And they measured that the, the radius of itself is expanding. So you could date them by they grow so small at, at first, but then they start like nourishing themselves i don't know i'm still looking into how that, that goes so there's different types of rocks too and they grow at different stages for okay. example there's a gravitational anomaly uh in a couple of parts of the world and that's because certain of, of these rocks are magnetized and they've started drawing in other iron and stuff in the crust to it and so they're also growing that way 
they've tried to weigh certain types of these iron stones and then put magnetic you know, the filings on it, remove the iron filings and the filings would weigh less. So they're theorizing it's actually absorbing it. Like it's eating it through its pores. Interesting. It's like <laughs> osmosis. It's like sucking mm -hmm. the nourishment, which is iron and other minerals mm -hmm. into itself. Mm -hmm. It's getting nutrients. So I was Little wondering about <clears throat> how long it would take because we've heard the stories of uh, people from long ago were talking about, or I mean, I think it was before written word, but uh, maybe there were hieroglyphs or whatever the stories though about before before there was a moon. Mm -hmm. So people existed possibly in a time where there was no moon present and then all of a sudden there was. And I'm wondering what was the in-between? Like oh, how yeah, long there's... did it take for the moon to split off? Did it just all of a sudden explode out of the earth one day? From what you're that's what I'm, yeah, like because some of them are magnetic, and as they grow, and if parts of the crust are slipping, it you know you have faults and it's pulling stuff into it, you could have an impact. But if you have two giant magnets that bump into each other, but they're polarized wrong, it's going to shove something out. So it could that's have almost been like it, it reminds it, me of uh, the you know what do they call that? Uh, multi or not multiverse, but the what's you know bigger and smaller? Was that fucking called? Yeah, so it reminds me of like cell mitosis, like splitting mm -hmm. apart, you know? Yeah, yeah, the more I'm like, why wouldn't it be able to be pregnant or like spawn itself, you know? Instead of us theorizing that just the sand is floating in the sky and gathering all the dust and it's accumulating, why can't it do that in the earth where all the nourishment is in the soil and all the waters, it's bringing it to it, you know? It doesn't have to just smack into dust throughout its life but different deposits accumulate at different time periods. So they'd be all different ages, but they would have different properties. Yeah. So yeah, this is going to be interesting. And uh, you're putting together what a whole, like, uh, like a screenshot um, or a screenshot of what are they? I've I'm made sorry, kind of a slideshow Slide of uh, yeah. different graphics. Yeah. To try and uh, help walk the audience through the story that I'm putting together here. From what I've discovered without trying to get too technical about it either, because I don't have a background in science. Everything I found is just out of curiosity and everything I know is trying to understand this better to make sure what I'm theorizing is what I'm, it's true. And the more that I look into it, I'm like, Oh, this is actually backing itself up. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's better to have somebody who doesn't have a scientific background because you're not mm -hmm. blinded by what you've learned and what you think is possible or isn't possible. And you're just going into it going, this is interesting. I want to see what's going on. Yeah. And it opens it up for people who maybe do have a science background to say, hey, that's interesting from what I've researched. You know, maybe mm -hmm. they could collaborate with well, you. Yeah, and, and if you get any traction, insight. you're definitely going to attract the attention of some fuckheads that are like, false, we debunked it. That's definitely going to happen, but I think you're cool enough to just know that that's dumb and those yeah, people don't em. mean anything at all. It's the coolest Ooh. conspiracy I've ever written, I promise. <laughs> so when uh, do you have a, a timeline or, uh, you know, an anticipated interview with Brandon on doing this? Uh, we don't have anything set up right now. I don't know if it's just going to be he and I or if we're going to have another guest on. We're discussing that. But I found uh, the stopping point. So I'm going to have like six or seven dozen slides to accompany with what I'm going through. And that was after I've already weeded out some that I've had to skip pages in my notebook that I'm not going to include in the show because it's we're just going to be too long. And I'm side questing from the main point anyway. So. <laughs> Well, maybe if Brandon, I mean, he loves me, so uh, maybe we can join you on that initial interview and we can put it out on our end, too, and get more people to listen to it. Oh, cool. I'll, I'll, Everyone's I'll talk interested, to him about yeah. that. I'm glad it's yeah. being well-received because it's kind of out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be interesting. I can't wait to hear about that. Let's. Uh, so that's the teaser for that, if anybody's interested in uh, looking into that later when it comes out. But let's let's move on to the uh, the retardation of the day because... There's plenty this week, and sometimes it's slim pickings, but not this time. I'm kind of sad that you have a listicle for the dumbest stories of 2023, and not, are none of them any stories we covered? I feel like that's a mistake. Uh, they might for be, us. but I don't like to read articles. I like to read the headlines and then read the articles when we go on the show, because that's what Americans do. They read the articles. That is true. Or they read the, the headlines and then they just uh, form their opinion from the headlines. So mm -hmm. that's what that's what I try to do. Yeah. Those are typically the articles I send in. <laughs> So first one is a man who accidentally set his house on fire by cooking steak in toaster, unsatisfied with insurance payout. He got an insurance payout? He should be unsatisfied <laughs> at fucking all. He should be fucking happy you got anything, you dumb fuck. No shit. What up, retarded faggots?
Yeah, retard. Uh, so here's the uh, actual article. A man who burnt down his house by attempting to cook a steak in a toaster is unsatisfied with the insurance payout he received and is also upset the insurance and financial services ombudsman didn't uphold his complaint. Ombudsman? This must be in a different country. So the man... No, let's probably... Not? No. The man decided he wanted steak and chips for dinner and made the unusual decision... Oh, well, that could be in, in England, but still, ombudsman is an American word. Oh. To put his steak in the toaster, he left it to cook while he went down the road to buy some chips from the local fish and chip shop. A fire broke out, strangely, because of the greasy steak and an electric, you know, thing, causing significant damage to the home and his, he and his partner shared. The IFSO said it was lucky they were able to claim house insurance. No shit. News Hub obtained a document containing the IFSO's response to the man's complaint. Despite the, their insurer accepting their claim and offering $418,000 the maximum amount that could be paid under the couple's policy, the couple felt the sum was not sufficient and should and would not be enough to replace their home. Maybe, I, I don't know. This is why it's planet retard. The couple complained to the IFSO and argued the insurer, insurer should pay them an extra $200,000, saying they were not aware that their policy had changed from replacement cover to total sum insured. But the IFSO did not uphold their complaint, saying the insurer had paid the policy's maximum. Sorry, that's what insurance does. Uh, they say, quote, I can't stress highly enough the need to read, read each renewal letter carefully. Yeah, because that's what people do is read the fine print. How about don't right. cook steak in a toaster? I feel like that's more the takeaway from this. That's what I would have said. That's, if I was the insurance company, I'd be like, hey, dumb fuck. No, that, that's <laughs> the last. You should just read the last quote. That's the funniest shit is oh, what the financial is. people said. Yeah, so Stevens from the insurance company says, cooking steak in a toaster is literally a recipe for disaster, ding dong. To have them <laughs> to have then left the house and toaster unattended for the sake of hot chips must be a constant source of regret. Never, never leave cooking unattended, even if you think you'll just be a minute. And please, use your appliances for the purpose which they were designed. Toasters are for toast. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> well, good for them for actually... You know, speaking truth to this retard. Oh, it is New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. Well. Oh, New Zealand. All the Australians would say that that's pretty typical, I think. You can't blame them. They're hanging on upside down on the bottom <laughs> of the I don't think earth. that would fly in America, though. Cooking steak in a toaster, an American insurance company would never cover you. No. Uh, I'd be shocked. No, they no. barely covered my car that got a fucking padlock through the front grill. I don't know how that happens. It's not a normal padlock behavior, but they barely covered that, so... Oh, hey, really quick. Speaking of insurance, did your guys' insurance go up like $400 for fire? Yes. What? I mean, well, mine increased, but I'm in Vegas, so. <laughs> so our our uh, landlord had me come over the other day and was like, hey, really hate to do this to you, but when we re-up the, the lease, I'm going to have to charge you at least another $100. And I'm like, that's fine. You're giving us a great deal as it is. And he's like, so he shows me his actual policies for the mortgage, and it went from fourteen twenty three to over eighteen hundred dollars because of now this is all a fire zone or something. Yeah. Like that. Oh yeah. Our no, insurance company, our insurance years. company dropped us, so we had to shop for new insurance, it, it, and the new insurance was six hundred dollars more a year. You know why that's yeah. stupid is because you're legally required to have insurance, but then the insurance company is like, no, we're not going to cover you. And it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, hey, apparently they do. We can cook steak in a toaster, maybe. Well, no, they just say, well, this company will cover you, but it's going to cost you half of your income just to be right. insured. Exactly. So we're in a flood zone, too. So we have to have flood insurance and fire insurance. Welcome to California. <laughs> <Fun> times. <laughs> Make sure you vote Newsom for president this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next article. Uh, why do men take so long to poop? The answer is complicated. I found ah. this article, and I thought this would be great for you and Ben. I don't think yes. it's that complicated, I like really. It already. <laughs> I can tell you, because without reading the article yet, it's a moment of peace and quiet. It's amazing. <laughs> it's usually hilarious, depending on what you ate. That's pretty much the answer. Keep reading. All right. So there, there are plenty of sitcoms, sitcom jokes about men taking entirely too long in the bathroom, and it's not just a myth. Men apparently really do spend more time on the toilet than women do. That's because women barely poop. They, they crank out little rabbit pellets. It's and not then, true. No. We just know when we have to poop. We go in, we poop, and we're done. Yeah. I, I got some Facebook to read and stuff while I'm in there. Mine are square. I'm a wombat. <laughs> You're what? Shit. They poop the cubes. Uh, really? How do you not know that? Come I on. did not. Briquettes? That's the funnest weird fact about poop. 
<laughs> wombats poop square yes little cubes oh hell yeah oh my god oh, like ice. man you gotta google this shit where's a google <laughs> oh, image and How we derailed already <laughs> i am a self-described expert on poop and i did not know that i feel that, terrible that's oh, so amazing that. because the next time i shit a brick i'm gonna be like i had a wombat poop oh yeah look up pictures of this listeners they look like briquettes if you dry them, you probably could use them like it briquettes. It looks exactly like a charcoal briquette. That is crazy. <laughs> All right, so let's continue with this. Uh, yes, some of that time is likely spent pooping, but with the average bowel movement only taking 12 seconds. What the? F who's taking a 12-second shit? That's uh, just getting warmed up. An expert saying that five minutes should be the maximum. Most people evacuating their bowels only once or twice a day. It's clear that men aren't just on the toilet during their business. So what's going on? Are men more constipated than women? This would be an easy explanation, but experts say no. I think anyone who knows a man knows it's true that men do spend longer in the toilet or on, on the toilet than in the toilet <laughs> or on the toilet than women do, but in reality are much less likely to have bowel issues. Uh, women are the women are the ones who may struggle with pooping because of fluctuating hormones. With constipation more constipation more likely to occur during pregnancy. Well yeah, when you got a twelve pound human pressing on your junk in there. Uh, what biological reasons might be at play here? If men in general aren't struggling to go, why are they spending so much time? Uh, there could be a biological explanation. First, you need to know about the body's sympathetic nervous system. Uh, here we go, science, blah, blah, blah. Uh, men are more easily able to switch between sympathetic and parasympathetic states, while women don't have that binary switch and will stay in that state of sympathetic arousal. Arousal? You're shitting. Come on. Uh, what does this have to do with pooping? Well, it's possible, according to Simmons, Simons, that for men, the parasympathetic relaxation switch may be getting activated with their bodies pulling them out of sympathetic arousal and encouraging a rest and digest function. Essentially, men may spend more time in the toilet because as they're digesting food, they're just chilling, and they may be spending time in that relaxation state before they go back into their life again. <laughs> That's pretty much they're it. They're just chilling. The moan a piece of quiet. Yeah. There's other explanations, too, but these are... Yeah, you can look up this article if you want. But Oh, the next one's How Often Should You Poop? That's for next time. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, this is another one Polymath Jenny sent me. Infamous botched Jesus painting, now a major tourist attraction. So this one's for the uh, video audience, cause, or you can just look it up if you're listening on audio. This is actually an older story published in March of 2016, but it is hilarious looking. So this is from 2012, though. An amateur art restorer in the small village of Spain turned her attention to a fresco of Jesus called Eke Homo. Uh, it means behold the man, which makes sense. Alas, Cecilia Jimenez's fix rendered the face of Jesus painted in 1930 by this dude wholly unrecognizable. Echo Homo 2.0 became a global laughingstock compared to a blurry potato compared to a blurry potato and a monkey. It is hilarious if you look at this picture it is unbelievably bad so is this she just restored it and it turned yeah. out like that yeah that's so, so she funny. painted over that yes oh what's funny is the church got more traffic for people to see the botched painting than they did the original one well she didn't even like do the mustache like she totally left the mustache out made it look like his tongue was sticking out and yeah, it does look like a monkey. <laughs> that is incredible. For the audio listeners, seriously, look this up. This is crazy. <laughs> look at this lady. <laughs> uh, says This painter says she used to go to a psychiatrist to deal with the embarrassment, but all the recent attention has helped change her outlook. Tourists can't get enough. By 2016, more than 160,000 visitors flocked to the Sanctuary of Mercy Church since the botched restoration scooping up is it Eche Homo? Souvenirs from pens to mugs to wine featuring Jesus' tragically altered face on the label. The global curiosity has since led to a boom in tourism that's allowed restaurants and museums in Borgia, population 5,000, to remain stable during Spain's crippling recession. Uh, the visitors recognize me, she says. So she was an amateur painter, to, to be fair. Um, yeah. And she's 85. Yeah, she had a you know, wobbly hand. <laughs> She said, they take photos <laughs> with a break. They take photos with the painting in me, even though I tell them my children I'm not an important person. Oh, look at all these <laughs> look at all this merch. <laughs> I want a bottle of that wine now. Right? So she did a good thing. 
It's like becoming a meme. You have it to actually, get some sort of to be fair, it doesn't look game. that much worse than some of the pictures that came out of some of those eras. Like, <laughs> it's at least like you know, one of a kind. The original is extremely realistic looking, though, and this is just kind of looks related <sighs> to the Alabama leprechaun. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, where did Ben? Oh, Ben left. Oh, he just said sorry. His daughter called. Okay, that's fine. Well, while Ben, hang on, let me push buttons here well ben's doing that hang on we, so we need to uh thanks again to magic mind for being a sponsor and they are sponsoring us, us again for this episode so uh we've talked about it before but if this is your first time listening uh this is a productivity shot hang on where's the where's the share button why can't i do it what's going on i don't know help me jesus Echo homo, take the wheel. Yeah. Echo homo. <laughs> oh, there's something going on with Zoom or something. Hang on. Okay, so it wasn't oh, just me. All right. <laughs> no, it's always, well, it's usually me, but <laughs> uh, here we go. So this is their website, but uh, it's magicmind.com slash legitbat and promo code magicmind or legitbat20. Sorry. Uh, but this is the productivity shot, and it has uh, mushrooms and ashwagandha and a bunch of herbs and uh, matcha and a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, so lion's mane, matcha, ashwagandha, a bunch of things I can't pronounce. Turmeric, but, vitamin D. Yeah, turmeric's a big one. Vitamin C. It's just a daily shot. Oh, it has a bunch of vitamin D. Choline and orgave, or agave, so it's not sweetened with like, you know, high fructose corn syrup and all that. But yeah, if you go to their uh, website, you can read all about it and see if it's for you. But we love it. And it, I mean, they were nice enough to send us a bunch of free free bottles of it. So that was great and a big it, fan. It gives you like a, a caffeine boost, a very slight caffeine boost um, as far as chemically. But it makes you feel like you just drink a whole cup of coffee, even though... Well, it's, it's not that... caffeine's actually in it, It's but barely any, and that's... It that, doesn't make you jittery, though. It just puts... And it puts you in a good mood at the same time. Yeah. That's the best part of it. It definitely is not like drinking a Red Bull or something, because that's, that's like, I'm on crack, now I'm going to go do a bunch of walking. No. <laughs> this is more like, oh, I'm in a, such a great mood now, and I have a boost of energy, but it's not that jittery and energy. And you can focus. And, yeah, it's awesome. So thanks again to Magic Mind, uh, magicmind.com slash legitbat, promo code legitbat20, and uh, go show them some love if you want to support the show. All right, next, let's see, where are we? And Ben's still talking to his daughter, so that's, that's fine. That's fine, it'll probably be a little bit, no worries. So this is classic Planet Retard. Exploding toilet at a Dunkin' store in Florida left a customer filthy and injured. I mean, where else would you expect a toilet to explode? <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts is amazing. Shut up. <laughs> so a customer has filed a negligence lawsuit against Dunkin' Donuts, claiming he was injured by an exploding toilet. This dude is seeking more than a hundred grand in a lawsuit. I mean, I would too if you got ugh, covered in other people's poo at a Dunkin's. It could have been his own. Was that? It's not even cubed. <laughs> uh, so he, he's claiming he suffered severe and long-term injuries, mm -hmm. especially if you get it in your mouth. Like that could be bad. Or if the, the bowl explosion. exploded. Yeah, let's see. After the explosion, it le left him covered in human feces, urine, and debris, as you would expect. He walked out of the men's room seeking help from workers and the store's manager, according to the lawsuit. An employee told him that they were aware of the problem with the toilet since there had been previous incidents, without diving into further details about the explosion. That's the problem. So there's no details about the explosion. That's all I wanted from this story. Like, where did it hit him? Did it get up in his face? And I don't, I'm not laughing at this poor guy, I am. but I just want to envision <laughs> the toilet exploding and they give you nothing. Uh, it says he suffered bodily injury and he has required mental health care and counseling since the incident. And that is 100%. He hired a lawyer that told him, go do that because that is a lawsuit waiting to happen if you, if you claim mental health on that. Mental health from a toilet explode. I mean, it maybe was scary. I want to hear how scary it was, though. Why does he need to seek mental health treatment? I mean, it would be mental health just in the fact that you got sprayed with strangers' poop and pee. Like, that's one of those things, though, that you it sucks at the time, but it will be a funny story to tell later. It's bad enough to have to go that. into a public bathroom to do your own business, but to get somebody else's business on you, that's another level. I'm backing this guy, sue the shit out of him. <laughs> Uh, see, next one, 
See, we have a lot of, lot, a lot of tardation going on. A nude man nabbed by police officer by police after cannonball plunge into giant aquarium at Bass Pro Shop in Alabama. Oh, those poor fish! Fucking yeehaw! <laughs> Only in Alabama. <coughs> so, oh, out, yeah, Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. Okay. So Leeds, Alabama, a man crashed his car outside a Bass Pro Shop in Alabama, stripped down to his birthday suit, and plunged into the giant aquarium inside the store, police said. Is, was this a dare? Uh, I think he probably just wanted to do it. It's <laughs> Alabama. Uh, the 42-year-old Alabama man did a cannonball leap into the aquarium. Into the aquarium. Hmm. I lost my spot. And then stood under a waterfall. He left the water to yell at two officers and dove back into the aquarium. Boner. Uh, the man eventually climbed over the side of the aquarium and fell to the concrete floor below. Police then apprehended him. He faces several charges, including public lewdness, disorderly conduct, conduct and criminal mischief. That doesn't sound so bad. It says he was in the water for about five minutes before officers arrived, just in his fucking birthday suit, hanging out. False. Yep. That's awesome. Good for him. The structural that integrity guy's... of that aquarium, though. <laughs> He's living his best life. What do you want? They're huge. Have you guys been to Bass Pro? Yeah, but like it's like Lexan or something, right? That's an inch thick, but you know, it's embedded in that rock oh. and he's jumping over it and cannonballing in it, you know? I don't know. There <laughs> it seems like they're the ones that I've seen are like two stories tall and I would assume they're Aren't they big like Cabela's type shit? Like, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I'm queuing up a couple more because maybe we just he was have... a little dude. So it didn't matter. It was like a You couldn't even see it. Yeah. Little man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure someone has a picture of his dong somewhere. Like you gotta, you gotta really zoom in, but check it out. All right, I got a couple more here. Let me see which ones am I gonna do? Ugliest lawn competition. I didn't know that was a thing. I might do that one maybe next time. Oh, ten headlines, right? Okay, I do want to get to that. All right, but till then, maybe Ben will come back soon. Uh, share screen again, please. So this dog needs to be put down. A dog shocks Pennsylvania family by chowing down on $4,000 in cash shredded all over the room. First of all, before I read the article, why the fuck is 4000 in cash in anybody's reach, including your dog? Let's find out. Drugs. Yeah, probably. A Pennsylvania couple's home improvement funds nearly went to the dogs, or kind of did, when their pup made a snack out of a large sum of cash they'd pulled out to pay for the job. Hmm. Oh, so they, okay. It was shredded all over the room, she's told uh, Fox News Digital. There was one area that was pretty decently covered in bills, some that had little puncture marks from him biting into it, and a lot of it was missing, so we kind of figured they probably swallowed a good chunk of this money. I bet they were watching his poops all week. Yeah, just trying to piece things together. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil, a seven-year-old golden doodle, had never done anything like this before. Well, had he ever seen $4,000 before? Maybe he got excited. She said, that's why it's kind of shocking. And so there's a picture of oh, just hundreds and whatnot just shredded. Oh, what a sad sight. That is the nature of cash, though. You either have it or you don't. So there's no like re insurance or replacing this. Sorry, people. What kind of a home improvement company only takes cash, though? I feel like that was a cop-out. Yeah, no, they were going to buy drugs. <laughs> they were, and they're like, no, we were going to make some home improvements, and the contractor only required cash or well, Who are you hiring? Uh, I think... <laughs> This is a quote. He's just such a goofy dog and such a sweetie. He's 100 pounds. That's a big fucking dog. And he's kind of a lap dog. Uh, uh, he loves leaning on people and getting belly scratches. Okay, so he's a fucking dog. We get it, lady. Uh, the couple had just taken 4000 out of their bank account, totally weren't storing it, and, you know, wadded up into rolls, and had been sitting on their kitchen counter for about 30 minutes. Oh, so he got to it quick. When they take money out of... So you can't take that out of an ATM. That goes into an envelope. So there's no, I don't know why the dog would have eaten that. It it's not like smell? it was just laying all over the place. It was probably in an envelope. It probably smelled really interesting to the dog, to be fair, because they say that money is like some of the dirtiest shit and dogs like putting their noses on dirty places. So it was probably like, mm -hmm. oh, Maybe. wow, this smells amazing. There's a hundred different dogs on this one bill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she said, we were planning on paying for a landscaping project in cash. Okay. Didn't say why. All right. I Oh, Ben. Hello, Ben. Very oh, there much. you go. Okay. Hello, Ben. And he's muted. Okay. She says, I was working at the other end of the house, and all of a sudden, I hear my husband, Clayton, yelling that Cecil has eaten the money. 
You know that dude is doing more than yelling. He was about to shoot that dog. It just didn't even register because he's never done anything remotely like that in his life. It was not making sense, but it was obvious what happened. Look at this ding-dong fucking dog. Aww, Look at his face. Buddy. I'd pet him, but eat my money, bitch. Oh, my God. Law said, Cecil just stood there looking at them and did not seem to be phased at all. That's because it's a dog. We called the vet to see, just to see what they recommended. Uh, they like, said, we you recommend know, big putting dog. him down and extracting all of the money from his stomach while and then, he's still alive. And then paying it to us for taking him <laughs> yeah. to the vet. Yeah, uh, He's 100 pounds, so as long as he's acting normally and going to the bathroom normally and eating and stuff, he should be fine. But they do say money has a lot of drugs on it, too. So he might have been high as fuck for about 24 hours. So it looks like he was fine, though. It says uh, he spent the afternoon playing, napping, and watching TV with a belly full of thousands of dollars. In the meantime, she decided to call the bank. She said... You're going to think I'm crazy, but this is what happened, so what do we do? They were really nice about it and said if we could tape bills together, and if they had the majority of the left and right serial numbers present, they would be able to replace those bills, so we taped up the stuff that had just been shredded on the floor. Oh, wild development in the middle of the night, though. The laws got some of their money back. I guess it was about 2 a.m., and we heard that telltale sign that your dog is going <laughs> to get sick in the middle of the night. You know that bleh, bleh sound? Yeah. Cats sound a little different. It's more like... <laughs> Uh, we noticed he vomited a lot of bills, and so we decided it was worth cleaning this off and drying it to see what we could get back. So that's, I, I will give them that, because you can wash money. So you just take it, put it in with a bunch of towels, and wash it, and then dry it, and you should be good to go. You just got to piece it together. It turned out to be a significant amount, and the bills were in pretty good shape, despite everything. Uh, we decided it was probably worth following him around the yard and picking uh, up whatever yeah. he deposited. <laughs> you just following the dog around, waiting for him to shit bills out. <laughs> Oh, thank, thank you, Cecil. There's another hundred. Uh, the, the unusual collection process took about three days. We were collecting what he was dropping and then also trying to put it together. So let's see. Uh, so far, they've recouped 3,500. Not bad. Out of the four grand. Well, okay. So dogs don't digest money very well, so there's that. Instant rebate. Uh, look, there's her cleaning up poo bills. Oh, does not look stoked worth about it, it though i would do the same thing for yeah i mean oh my god fucking dog maybe just keep it in a, a cabinet next time Fuck. yeah they're, they're they've learned their lesson i believe after picking out poo bills to be fair that's actually something that you would want them to poop back out unlike uh oh yeah toby who used to just eat baby wipes and then hack those up oh yeah no nope nope, nope. oh my god well and that would stuff them up too He'd yeah. get sick and like it would plug up his yeah. intestines and stuff. Uh, so this is a, a Florida woman this time. No Florida man, but same, <laughs> same, 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 but different. Uh, Florida woman sues Hershey over Reese's peanut butter pumpkins packaging not being cute. How did, how did this even get filed? Who accepted it's not this? About the, this article is weird because it's not about the packaging. It's about the pumpkin. She's yeah. mad that the she's mad that the packaging shows this really cute pumpkin with a pumpkin face carved out showing the peanut butter as the eyes and the mouth. But when she opened the packaging, there was just a plain chocolate pumpkin there. And she <sighs> was upset that it didn't look like the packaging, which is fucking retarded. Take a bite. They're delicious. Well, I mean, it would be like suing McDonald's because or Burger King because their burgers never look like the commercials ever. Have you ever uh, seen never. those those side by sides of people taking yeah. the the advertisement picture and then getting a burger from Burger King? It's like a third the size. It looks like shit. It's all smashed and half on. And I don't know why you couldn't sue them for false advertising when it's known that when they take those pictures for ads, it's not even a burger and tomatoes and stuff. It's like plastic and random shit that they put on there to make it look like that so yeah this chick will probably lose uh but there's pictures of like a football and tons of other stuff that she's very disappointed in yeah so in a lawsuit filed on december 28th merry christmas in florida's middle district court cynthia kelly sued hershey's for five million dollars <laughs> alleging that the company misled buyers with false and deceptive advertising oh it's a class action okay that's why it's so much uh there's other people <laughs> yeah they're like yeah fuck them they weren't cute. According to the lawsuit, <laughs> Kelly purchased a packet of Reese's peanut butter pumpkins while shopping at an Aldi's in late October because she believed that the product contained cute cute licking, cute looking carving of a pumpkin's mouth and eyes as pictured on the pro product packaging. However, after purchasing the peanut butter chocolate, Kelly was disappointed that the candy did not feature those details. 
Uh, quote, plaintiff would have not purchased the peanut butter pumpkins product if she knew that it did not have the detailed carvings of the mouth and or eyes as pictured on the product label. I was wondering if that was going to pop up because they have to basically say, I wouldn't have spent money on your product. It's pretty much the only argument there. Right. Because if they're like, well, it was worth the money, but you lied to us. It's like, so what are you suing for damages? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Yeah. And it it featured other products like uh, Reese's bats and stuff. And to be fair on the package, it really does look like the, the part of the chocolate is carved out. So you can see the, the peanut butter. Who fucking cares though, lady? Oh my god, would you spend four ninety nine? Get over it. But it's designed to be eaten. I feel like that's going to be the argument of the defense. Yeah. It's designed to be consumed. It's not designed to be used as a decoration or looked at in any way. Well, it's designed to to be destroyed and then shit out of your body. So why the fuck do you care? Yeah, does it look like a football when it comes out too? Because I'm going to sue you. Yeah. Like a lot of times they'll put disclaimers on the packaging too. That's like uh, product enlarged to show texture or like uh, actual product may vary they usually put disclaimers like that just for these tards uh let's see if there's any update on oh uh, this one looks like eggs like a chocolate egg uh i guess the last paragraph is the lawsuit alleged that the packaging wasn't always deceptive and that two to three years ago packaging did not have intricate details and match the product hershey's did not respond to us today's request for comment they were probably like fuck this is dumb i don't yeah. have time for this the lawyers were like i gotta I go ha- to dinner i have tea time at like in five minutes so no i don't care about this i'm not even gonna acknowledge it uh thanks polymath jenny for sending this one this is great a weed farmer is outraged over cops throwing pizza party after raid I would be I too. Would be too. <laughs> Fuck you. Be walking around fucking. It's because they fucking smoked it all. Are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's really mad. And then use the money from the cash they collected to order some fucking pizza. They're like, dude, we just we just got our night. Yeah, or, or seventy five boxes of pizza. There's no way they didn't all smoke that weed and then order pizza. That's exactly what they did. <laughs> Well, I was not going to say that in the article, I believe, but a weed farmer in California recently filed a lawsuit alleging that uh, the local sheriff's office conducted an illegal raid of his farm and then threw a pizza party to celebrate. I mean, what else are cops going to do? They they don't have a whole lot of things going on. They're like, hey, we just got a bunch of weed. Hey, let's have pizza. Uh, Earlier this week, uh, Preston McCormick filed a lawsuit against the Riverside County Sheriff's Office in California, alleging, alleging that several officers executed an unlawful and illicit raid at his cannabis farm and then celebrated the raid while remaining on his farm. Astonishingly, and at the conclusion of all this wholesale destruction and devastation at the hands of RCSD's officers and others directed and controlled by same, all as briefly described here and above, defendants proceeded to celebrate the terrible results of their unlawful acts by ordering for delivery to and then consuming various pizza and other food and drinks, all while still remaining at and on the property. That's the worst part. Okay, That's pretty fucked up. That's fucked up. They threw the pizza party at too. his house and then left the garbage there. Okay. And why wow. did they raid it in the first place? It's legal. Well, it, they probably got on a technicality. Let's Let's see. He was probably unlicensed or something. According to the lawsuit, McCormick previously conducted extensive research regarding the legality of opening a cannabis farm and built it on land belonging to the Torres Martinez Desert Coahuila Indian Tribe. McCormick followed legal guidelines to open and operate his farm on the tribal land, and the tribe created a cannabis control commission to regulate the purchase, production, possession, processing, packaging, story, storing, transporting, selling, and receipt of marijuana and marijuana products. Looks like they have everything in order. I don't see what the problem is. In November of 2022, McCormick noticed a news report detailing an unauthorized and unlicensed cannabis farm that was raided by members of the sheriff's office. McCormick then met with members of the sheriff's office to provide paperwork showing the legality of his cannabis farm. Around 4.30 a.m., nice timing, you fucks, on December 7th, also Merry Christmas, McCormick was woken up by members of the sheriff's office as they began their raid. Upon hearing defendant... The officers and upon hearing defendant RCSD's officers, yeah, and others yelling commands in an announcements apparently via a loudspeaker system, Preston came to his front door, opened it, and was immediately confronted by at least 20 uniformed officers surrounding Preston's family home, all wearing SWAT gear and pointing military assault weapons and rifles, uh, ordering him to come out with your hands up, move forward, turn around, all the normal cop shit. 
However, the sheriff's office was informed by members of the tribe that they were not authorized to conduct the raid on their land. In turn, members of the sheriff's office said the tribal members didn't know what they were talking about. That the Cops will do that sometimes. So it sounds like this guy, first of all, he heard about a raid at another farm, went to the Riverside County Sheriff's Office to say, hey, my farm's in order? Is that what happened? It looks like it. And then they came and, and raided And then they him. came and raided his farm at 4.30 a.m. the very next day? That's it fucked says, up. Additionally, the lawsuit said that on January 8th of 2023, McCormick's family home mysteriously caught fire after the sheriff's office ordered power and water to, the, to his property to be turned off, oh, resulting in the home being completely burned down. The lawsuit added that the raid resulted in well in excess of $10 million in losses and damages. Uh, Newsweek reached out to the Riverside County Sheriff's Office via email for, for comment. Newsweek also reached out to McCormick's lawyer via email for comment. Wow. And apparently nobody fucking got back to him, so... That's insane. That is fucked up. That is actually it, pretty fucked up. Especially since it was on tribal land. Like, do, if anybody's familiar with, especially like California, the way that tribal land works out here, they're basically their own fucking country and can do whatever the fuck they want. Yep. Except for when it comes to serving alcohol to minors. For some reason, that's the one rule they follow. But anything else goes. That's why they can have casinos and, you know, sell illegal cigarettes at the casinos and all this kind of stuff. But. So for them to just like, you'd think they'd allow natives to just grow weed anyway, but since it is legal and it looks like they were following protocol, this is uh, very strange. Uh, there is a quick video. So if we can, I think I have all my switches flipped. I think we can do this. Let's see. Hang on. Okay, no, that's a dumb video. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows a bunch of pieces. But anyway, there's your uh, fucked up cops of the day. And to be fair, uh, I know a lot of cops, a lot of them are fine. Most of them are great, but there are some shitheads. As if you need to be told that. It sounds like they could have given him an opportunity. I mean, just skipping the humor with whatever. All the humor aside with the pizza party, they had the opportunity to tell him hey, man, this isn't okay. You have to fix this, this, and this, or shut down operations, or do whatever, instead of just raiding him. I, yeah, you think they would have given him a warning or something, but... I mean, if... if The way that I'm hearing the articles, it sounds like... Uh, it sounds like uh, that's going to be his defense, I guess. He'll probably get something out of it, because that... I mean, unless they get out, got him on a real fucking technicality. I don't know. <laughs> All right, next one, also from Jenny. Thank you very much for sending this one. Uh, alleged Ohio bank robber forgot to write money, quote, money on demand note because he was high. Not so funny now, is it? Yeah, not, yeah. I mean, he tried, though. A man who reportedly confessed to robbing a bank in Canton, Ohio, miswrote his demand note to the tellers because he was too high. Where's my, uh, my drop on that one? Because I got high. Richard Hampton was arrested by police following... An April 20th, 2023 bank robbery. Good for him. If there's any other day to be high and rob a bank, it is 420. Uh, charging documents filed Monday by an FBI agent accused him of giving the bank teller a note with the words, give me the, with the word gun written below it. <laughs> He's just confusing the shit out of the tellers. I got a pretty good dang old idea what's going on. I'll tell you what, What man. do you want? <laughs> uh, Hampton then pointed to his waistband several times while telling the employee to hurry up. The bank teller handed over 723 in cash plus a tracking device. Hmm. <laughs> Police used that tracker to arrest Hampton and recover the cash. Well, Hamp he didn't specify, so she could give him whatever. She's like, <laughs> I thought you meant give me the tracker, tracking device, so here you are. Hampton, the agent wrote, confessed on a video recorded interview to robbing the bank after smoking crack. Oh, okay, so he was high, high. He wasn't baked. Okay. That actually makes more sense than just Twacking. being stoned. Yeah. Hampton reportedly said he forgot to write the word money after writing give me the because he was high. He actually said that. Good for him. He at least owned it. The getaway driver was someone he met at the grocery store and promised to pay 50 bucks to drive him just before he robbed the bank. <laughs> According to court documents, the vehicle was casually driving away without rush, including stopping at traffic lights. Hey, they're just trying to be law-abiding citizens. What do you want? The FBI agent noted that Hampton did not wear a mask or try to conceal his identity. He's charged with bank robbery and appeared in federal court Tuesday. Oof. Okay. <laughs> and we usually do do a segment of Dumb Criminals of the Week, and that one takes the cake this time. <laughs> give me the. Uh, give me the. 
uh, whatever the you got back what? there. The what? The high five or the tracking device? Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm high as shit. Uh, all right, so I promised at the beginning the top ten headlines from 2023 that made us say, "Did I read that right?" Some of these we might have covered, but I did kind of glance over it, and I don't think we've. I think this is from a particular area. Yeah, it's the weirdest headlines out of Minnesota and Wisconsin this year. The regional stories. So first one is a wild turkey terrorizing neighbors in Coon Rapids. And nobody knows where that is except for people who live over there. But Coon Rapids Mobile Home Park uh, neighbors in Coon Rapids Mobile Home Park are battling with a bird. They say the lone turkey appeared in their park around Thanksgiving of 2021. And or Thanksgiving of 2021, it hasn't left since, so it's been there for a couple years. It appeared right around Thanksgiving. It was like, Stop eating my brothers! Yeah, it's just gonna terrorize them until Thanksgiving stops, becoming more aggressive as the months go on. <laughs> this mm. turkey has literally taken over our life. Rachel Gross says she lives in fear of going outside thanks to her neighbor, a wild turkey who seems to be taken a liking to her property. Uh, crossbow, I know it's illegal to discharge a firearm in city limits at least, but crossbow, it's what does silent. it do though? Does it charge at them? I don't know. How does a turkey attack? Really I've never seen a turkey do anything aggressive. I, w I wish there was an update on this because this is just from. Uh, Has anyone out there seen an aggressive wild turkey? He's like, it's waking me up in the middle of the night. It's making me shit myself. <laughs> uh, next one. So I'm just going to like blow through these because uh, they're just funny what headlines. Thousands of syringes containing vaginal tightening gel seized at MSP Airport. Customs officers at Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport seized a large shipment of unregulated injectable chemicals last week. The shipment from Hong Kong uh, contained almost uh, more than 2,500 pre-filled syringes of vaginal tightening gel. Is that just super glue? Like, what are they talking uh, about here? It's got to be some kind of... I don't know what would do that. I didn't know that well, was a thing. They spelled stitches wrong. Mm. Uh -huh. uh. Uh, 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 next one is cougar spotted in Lowry Hills struck killed on Golden Valley Highway days later. Okay, that's not that interesting. Whatever. Uh, MRI machine causes. Oh, we Wisco covered this oh, one. All right. The MRI machine machine that caused Wisconsin woman's gun to fire, shooting her in the butt. That was a great fucking story. Let me tell you. Don't bring guns into an MRI machine. That's it. Uh, I guess it was still, it was July and there's still a pile of snow at MSP airport. Meh. Uh, National Weather Service Twin Cities issued a tongue-in-cheek warm, warm, warm weather for areas south of Interstate 94 in May. The NWS said residents can expect to warm see, smell, morning. and step on many worms this morning. Jesus Christ. Who's in charge of that one? Uh, Amazon driver punches man in the face over missing package complaint. That's fair. I work in that industry. Uh, St. Paul police say a 26-year-old man delivering packages for Amazon got into an altercation uh, after he, he, with a man after he complained about a missing package to the delivery driver, allegedly punched the victim in the face and attempted to leave in his vehicle. The victim jumped onto the hood of the vehicle to prevent the driver from leaving. The delivery driver drove home or drove with the victim on the hood until he fell off a short <laughs> distance later. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Prime drivers don't give a fuck. I wish I could do that. I'd get fired immediately. Uh, neighborhood in a pick peak after preening peacock. Pe oh my god, this is a dumb fucking. I'm not even gonna finish that one. This is stupid. Uh, did an airplane drop poop over a Burnsville neighborhood? Did we cover that one? I don't know. Hmm. Some South Metro res residents say Friday, May 12th was like any other day until some foul-smelling stuff fell from the sky. Uh, Carissa Brown was waiting in the drive-thru line at the Caribou Coffee, and who cares? She says, I, I was waiting in line getting my co daily coffee, and all of a sudden, brown dropped onto my vehicle. It was like it rained brown for a second. Boom, like that. I got out, and I went to the car in front of me, and I was like, what just happened to us? And he was like, I have no idea. So it has a picture it, yeah, it does look just like diarrhea splatters on her windshield. Huh. I kind of want to read the rest of that story. I don't remember that one. Uh, a massive snow pile lovingly named Mount Eden Prairie. Okay, what? Oh, and that was it? What? Okay. We only covered one of those stories, but I well, think that, that the only one we covered was the only one worth it. 
I think so. So we nailed it. That's kind of dumb. For 2023. And why am I having problems with my stupid thing again? I can't stop sharing. I think it's user error. No. <laughs> Hide taskbar. How do you not? Well, I guess that's just up there now. It doesn't like All right. it. Whatever. Well, we're going to wrap up. Uh, thanks for joining us. I wish I could take this off the screen, but I don't know what I'm doing apparently. So most of you listen on audio anyway, so fuck it. Uh, hope everyone had a great new year. Thanks, Polymath Jenny, for joining us. Don't forget to go check out her show with Brandon once it comes out. And uh, if Brandon's nice to me, maybe we can join in on that and uh, everybody can hear it on our channel too. You got anything else to plug or any final uh, w words of wisdom there, Jenny? Oh, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> me either. That's why I'm, I'm trying to put it on anybody else. Ben, do you have words of wisdom? Hot potato, no. it's your turn. <laughs> no, planet retard. Beginning of the year, I got nothing for you guys. It's not really a place for words of wisdom, no. to be fair. Yeah. But thanks for joining us, Jenny. I'm super excited to see your presentation and hear about how planets poop planets out of their buttholes. Out their of planet their planet butt. butts. Yeah. I All right, everybody. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll catch you soon, hopefully next week. I'm trying to get back on the train of scheduling. But if not, uh, we'll see you when you see it. All right. Bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.